Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Hi, everybody. I'm Cassidy, one of your Indianapolis Colts cheerleaders, and you're watching the Believe in Colts podcast. What's going on, Colts Nation? I'm Lawrence Owen, back with you with Gerard Powers and Rodney McLeod as we go over the Indianapolis Colts and the Tennessee Titans. And the bigger news uh, to many Colts fans that that happened yesterday during the press conference with Frank Reich. But first, we're going to talk about the game itself. All right. The Indianapolis Colts, um, look, they didn't take a butt whooping by any means, by any stretch of the imagination. It was a close Mm -hmm. game for the majority of of the second half. Uh, The Colts lose 19 to 10 in Tennessee. Uh, I think the defense played like heartfelt. I don't know how uh, the defensive players out there could could, uh, play as tough as they did the entire game while the offense was just giving the ball back to the Titans all the time. But hey, um, Gerard, what, what, what's your initial thoughts about this game? Uh, I'm with you. I think the defense is playing well. Um, the one thing I will tell fans is, you know, when you're playing, like especially like when you're an athlete and you're on a team and you're playing, especially on a professional level, and Rodney can attest to it, when the offense or when something that you can't control, another part, another offense, like the offensive group, special team stuff that you're not on, you don't necessarily worry about because you know that everybody over there is trying to figure it out. They're trying to – you know, do the best that they can as well. Um, so when you're in that moment and like Rodney said, defense is playing great and all that, you're really just focused on your task at hand. You're not sitting there saying, oh, the offense need to do this or the offense need to do that because in real time, it's so many adjustments and so many things that's going on in a game to where you're trying to iron out every possible mistake or situation you can on the sideline and then when it's your time to go back on the field you just go back on the field and focus on what you got to focus on so defensively and Rodney you can tell me if I'm wrong I'm pretty sure when the season started or before every game when it comes to total yards as far as a goal for a defense 
the goal is like 299. You want to be under 300 yards total, you know, as far as giving up to an offense. And then when you look at the, the Titans game and you look at the stats, I'm a stat guy, right? And I always go back to the facts. And then you review the film and you can mm-hmm. come up with a good, a good thing. And you, you look at the stats, you give up only 254 yards in an NFL game. I'm telling you that that's winning football all day, but this is how it can get, get kind of misconstrued. And Rodney will tell you, if we give up touchdowns in the red zone and only give up 260 yards total, we played awful mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, I would rather give up 500 yards total and only uh, field goals every time they get in the red zone rather than not give up any. And every time they give in, get in the red zone, they score. So to see that the defense is playing, I guess, total football from top bottom, from the, the back end all the way down to the, the guys in the trenches that stopping the run. It's complimentary football at the end of the day, and you can win with that. So with our offensive struggles and all that, the fact that we've been in these games the last few weeks has been because of the defense. And I think now as a team, we know that, hey, we got to play to our defense. We have to play, you know, to what our defense can do because if our defense don't play well, we don't have a shot at all right now, just in my, my opinion. So every week these guys going out there and playing that the way that they're playing, I just think they're going to continue and get better and better and better, and the turnovers are going to come. I think that's the only thing we've been missing as a defense is just getting more turnovers, and I think that's going to happen because – like Rodney, again, can attest to it. Turnovers come in bunches. I mean, you go weeks without touching a ball in the game, then all of a sudden you get a little PBU here and you get a little tip ball there, and they just start rolling. Uh, so I think that's what's about to happen with our defense. I think we're about to start changing the game and the outcomes to some of these close games because the turnovers are about to uh, spike up as far as we taking the ball and not giving it away. Basketball is back. Bet online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. As your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, even golf. Head to Bet Online. BetOnline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use that promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. BetOnline, where the game starts. No, I, um, you know, based on on the game, you know, from a defense perspective, you know, I felt like we played well. And, you know, Gerard, you just spoke about it. You know, you look at the total yards, but then you match it up with total points allowed. And mm-hmm. that was one thing going into this game that we said that we needed to improve on, in particular, is our red zone defense. You know, third down, we're, we're doing a fairly good job. But particularly in the red zone, we've given up a lot more uh, points than we would have liked. And if we could find a way to maybe get two stops, make those three points in, instead of seven, man, that's a that gives our, our – our team a a great chance to win and so this was a the number one uh ranked you know red zone offense coming into it and we held them to four field goals and that's what you want to see uh but selfishly you know we feel as though uh Mm -hmm. we still didn't do enough because you you have to be able to analyze the game that way like yes we're giving ourselves credit we did a, a good job but it wasn't good enough how do we create more turnovers? Uh, we know that the opportunities in the air were very limited, but how do we get the ball off of a Derrick Henry knowing that 
they gave him the ball 30 times. Mm-hmm. You know, how many strip attempts did, did, did we have or opportunity did we, did, did we leave out there? Could we have been better on maybe a couple third downs to uh, get off the field and, and give our offense a, a, another chance to put points on the board? Uh, because it's all about field position. And yep. so, you know, I, I look at a couple third downs in that game, one that I was a part of, man, there, there's so much that goes into that play and, and, and the details along that play that mattered that would have helped us out. And then, man, Hoover just making an amazing play. It's just, you just got to credit. It's like, like, there's no way. When I when I got it off, I'm like, there's no way he he makes that catch. But just the way the, the football guys worked that, that Sunday, man. But at the end of the day, for us, you know, we we have to continue to to hold teams to to these low scoring games, um, be effective on third down, be effective in the red zone, and more importantly, uh, create more turnovers. And we're going to need more of that this upcoming Sunday. Uh, so we were able to come away with one, uh, but you know, we know what they did. They put points up on their mm-hmm. side of the ball, and they were able to to be up, uh, I think, plus two on us in the turnover difference. First off, you did a fantastic job on Sunday. Uh, I, I, I watched that game probably five times since since it happened. And what I liked about that, you're right, that Austin Hooper, how? How in the world did he pull that? That was some Julian Edelman crap, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like one of those those David Tyree yeah. moments in yeah. the Super Bowl. Like, you're like, come on. Like, oh. Uh, on the replay, it looked like, when he was going to the ground, like when he got hit and the ball comes out as he was going to the ground, it kind of, when he's bracing his hand down, the ball falls on top of his hand. So it's kind of yeah. like, it was just weird. It's just like, damn, the ball did not touch the ground. They put, the sticky. They put the sticky on the top of the glove now. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was a heck of a catch though. Heck of a catch by them. The, the Colts defense. I don't know if there's a better team in the NFL at gang tackling. Uh, this 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 Colts defense swarms to the football, and you guys do such a great job of of getting to the football as a team. I remember watching one play where Derrick Henry was running up the gut. He had a guy on his ankle, a guy on his left, a guy on his right, and you jumped on his back because that was the only slate only space left, right? And I'm <laughs> like, what? You know, <laughs> that that's that's the mentality that I yeah. love seeing in, 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 a, in a defense that I'm rooting for, for sure. What are we talking about when it comes to Derrick Henry, as a matter of fact? Because Henry's averaging 150 yards a game against the Indianapolis Colts, and that is, that's rough. And it's it's been happening year after year. He's been doing it, I think it was, this is what, the fifth straight game that he he you know you know in inside of a five game stretch now he is averaging 150 yards a game and to me that's that's we got to find a way to stop that we had him for the most part in the first half i think he was averaging like 2.3 yards a carry you know and then obviously the second half happened and he broke a couple runs he he broke a couple not huge monsters i think he had one for like 25 uh, which it's Derrick Henry that that kind of thing is going to happen occasionally. Uh, but what was some key moments in this game besides obviously the Austin Hooper situation that we just got done talking about? Some key moments that you remember in this game that uh, that either you wish 
could have happened a different way or that you saw one way and think that, you know, maybe we could have reacted a different way to, to maybe make a, a bigger play on, on a situation? Yeah, it was uh, – I think when you, you know, look at Derrick Henry, you know, they gave him the ball 30 times. And I think because we gave up two late explosive runs, maybe one for 23 at the end of the game to kind of seal it, another one for like 11, that actually put him over the 100-yard mark uh, for the day. Uh, but he's a massive guy, and I think that's what makes him, you know, who he is. The, you know, his 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 body frame, his ability to run behind, you know, his offensive line. He does a good job at not losing yardage and always finding a way to fall forward. So you got to tip your hat there, and I feel like we did a great job. But a couple runs that that led to creating points. You know, one they ran a stretch earlier in the game. I think Gilly made a. Um, a heck of a tackle yeah, yeah. and, and mm-hmm. got it down. And that may have went for about 25 yards. Mm-hmm. Excel itself. Uh, I think we only gave up maybe seven explosives on the day and a couple runs and a couple passes. So that in particular, that led to them being able to kick field goals. And, and I think when we looked at it and talking to Gus, um, every time, you know, we gave up maybe one explosive, it did lead to points. Right. And, and we talk about the explosive, uh, the explosive uh, uh, game plan every single week. Mm-hmm. Is we got to limit those as much as possible. Uh, and I, and like I said, I felt like we did a, a fairly good job for the most part. But that play in particular hurt. I think you look at a, a third and eight where Hooper may have called in the flats, and and we kind of had them uh, there. You know, we make a, a, a better tackle. We're, we're off the field, and those are the missed opportunities that we're talking about, right? Because we felt like there weren't much, you know, we didn't get many opportunities to create turnovers, but there were opportunities for us to find a way to get off the field a lot sooner than we did. And, you know, we're just looking at that and being very critical of ourselves. And and so those are a few plays that, that stand out to me uh, and put them in position to be able to, to kick field goals. And, and on that last field goal, man, Ben came right through, he almost had it after looking at the film. So, man, guys put it on the line, man. They put their bodies on the line, and we knew what was at state. It was a chance for us to be in control of our own destiny. But, you know, now, um, you know, that's obviously behind us, and, and we have to uh, move forward. And it hurt. It crushed us. But nobody's going to feel sorry for us moving forward. So pick yourself off, off, off the ground, man. Get up. Brush your shoulders off, and uh, let's get back to work. Gerard, um, You've been watching every game of the Indianapolis Colts this year. We've seen the offensive line struggles. We've seen Matt Ryan turn the ball over more than any anyone in the NFL, whether it's most interceptions in the in, on the season, the most fumbles uh, in the season. He's, I think he leads the, the, the league in sacks taken, I think, also. Um, what are your thoughts on on how the offensive line and Matt Ryan played this this past game? Oh, obviously not good enough. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean it's a it's a a win league. You know, you 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 want to win every every you know game that you play, and then the ones that you lost. I mean, it hurts you. Uh, whether that's losing a job, whether that's um, losing a division, or whatever the case may be, losses hurt. Uh, within the organization so when you watch the O-line play and you watch 
you know, Matt Ryan play right now. I mean, it's just not winning football. You know, we're not we're not doing enough to 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 win games and to sustain um, offensive success. I mean, we got players. It seemed like the wide receiver group is starting to come around. Guys are starting to you know, elevate their games a little bit, you know, uh, depending on the the circumstances. I think right now we need to for surely clean up the offensive line issues. I don't know what's the main issue. I don't know if it's a chemistry thing, the right guys in the right place or whatever the case may be. Uh, but we're going to have to find ways to be successful in the run game somehow. I don't think it's like the the pass game that's killing us. It's, it's our inability to be able to be successful within our run game and that's our best player Jonathan Taylor and he can't you know create lanes and create holes for himself now he runs hard and I'm not saying that the O-line's not playing hard but we just have to figure out what we have to do to kind of shore up some of these lanes because as Rodney would tell you if we're able to run the ball those guys get longer breaks you know, when they're off the field, when we're able to get first downs and, um, you know, move the ball and have success in the running game, man, it just makes the whole feel of the team goes better just because the machine is gone. But whenever you become one dimensional, I mean, it's just hard to play that way. You know, when, when you when you can't do one thing and you're forced to do another, I mean, it's just hard. It'll be like on defense. If, if we can't stop the run, I mean, if we're just stopping a run and we force a team to just only pass, it's going to make Rodney's job and all those other guys' job a lot easier because you're going to know what's coming, you know, at the end of the day. So we're going to have to find, you know, some – we're going to have to find some way to get Jonathan Taylor and, and, and uh, Hans uh, better rushing lanes. But at the quarterback position, I mean, we just got to protect the ball. I mean, that's, that's our, main, our main problem right now is just we're giving the other offense – way more opportunities to come on the field against our defense than us just settling for a punt or doing or going down and score moving the field field position and all that but we just can't continue to give the ball uh away at the quarterback position absolutely you can't uh that uh, look rodney says you know that they don't really you you even said actually gerard that you you know the defense when you're a defensive player you can't really you know think about what what the offense is doing but in all honesty you know if they keep giving the ball away that's that's got that it just makes it hard right for a defensive player no matter whether or not it still makes it more difficult especially in, in you know if, if you turn the ball over in the red zone i guess that ain't too bad it's not as bad the only problem is if it's a pick six in the red zone then that's point differential big time right like Man. that pick six that pick six that's that's a, that's a that's a minimum 10 point swing right there right minimum so yeah that's that's that right there was the game so i mean obviously you can look at a lot of plays and say well if this didn't happen or this didn't happen or this didn't happen but that one specific play was a guarantee if it did not happen we probably win this game uh but hey so Rodney, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, uh, obviously I'm a fan and an analyst. I'm not a coach. I'm not a player in the NFL, but just, just suggesting next time the Indianapolis Colts have to face the Tennessee Titans and Derrick Henry, I say take Grover Stewart, big Grove off the defense <laughs> to put him on scout team running back. All right. <laughs> I'm sure he'd be all for it. He'd be like, I get to carry the football. Yeah. <laughs> that be, yeah, might be hey, a little man. rough on the defensive guys, though. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, think, I, 
My fault. I was about to say, I think we would have, like like Rodney said, if we didn't give up a couple of them big ones at the end, I think, man, we do, you know, good job versus Derrick Henry. It's just mm -hmm. sometimes if you jump out of a gap, it's not like that, you know, he's running over everybody and we can't tackle him. It's when mm -hmm. he hits that gap clean. That's yeah. when he causes the most damage or whatnot. So Derek yeah. does a good job in just pounding you, pounding you. And as soon as you make a mistake, he capitalizes off it. He, do, he He's probably one of the best running backs in the league and just being patient enough until letting the defense make a mistake and him hitting the hole. Because, I mean, Rodney will tell you at safety, if Derek, if Derek Henry's coming at you full speed and he's untouched through the B-gap, I mean, your chances of making that tackle in open field is slim to none. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's a shout-out to my dog, JB, for getting him down at the end of the game, too, because I don't yeah. know how he did it. He yeah. grabbed everything. He grabbed glove, <laughs> forearm, then down to the, to the ankles. But that just shows you, like, the pride that we have, you know what I'm saying, as a defense, man, and, and, and the mentality that we had all – the entire game from start to finish uh, that, you know, regardless if, if one breaks, we're going to get him down, but yep. you know, that that's not, that's not, um, let's not allow him to get in the end zone. Let's not Absolutely. do that. Absolutely. Well, Rodney, I know that you've got to leave. So no, I appreciate it. Yes. That man, Chris John, he a legend too. I had a, mm -hmm. I had a pleasure going against him a couple of times, made, made a couple of nice little tackles on him. but when oh, you was in nice. uh, Philly, when uh, nah, I was when in, I was yeah. in Rams, oh, Rams, Rams. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's I, right. That's right. That's right. I was say, yeah, it's yeah. been a minute for. Yeah, yeah. it's been yeah. a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I played with Chris in uh, Arizona. That's my guy. Good dude. Oh, Real yeah. good dude. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There he is. Did. Yeah, we played. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. yeah. We that's why I came to, to, yeah, came to Philly. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, that is true. That's my true. guy. Yo, yo. <laughs> my guy. What's good? What's up? What's up? Chilling. I'm gonna go ahead and get on out of here, man. Much respect, Chris. Legend, man. Believe that. Yeah. All right. As we saw Rodney McLeod leave, we bring in a very special guest, former running back for the Tennessee Titans, the great CJ2K, Chris Johnson. Thanks for joining the show, man. What's happening, man? Thanks for having me, man. <laughs> My God, man! I got we gotta give we gotta give him his flowers a little bit more. Now I played yeah. against us, so I already know the impact he had, especially on a lot of running backs today. It's a lot of Chris Johnsons in the league today, so I want to make sure we give you your flowers, man, Mister Two K himself. <laughs> no doubt, absolutely. And played together, and we played together. Yeah, and yep. we played together, AZ. My guy. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Chris, just in case some uh, people out here don't know where to find you, you take a moment and uh, tell people where they might be able to, you know, stuff that's going on in your life and where they can find you on social media. Yeah, uh, my Instagram is Chris Johnson 28. So Chris Johnson TWO8. My Twitter is Chris Johnson 28. Everything that I got going on and all that stuff is on my Instagram, my Twitter. You can find me there, whatever you need. Awesome. Awesome. Well, my first question for you uh, going into this game, uh, what do you think of the game overall, the Titans and Colts, uh, this past game? Well, I, I think as Titans, I think we kind of got back to our formula um, where we're going to play defense. We're going to run the ball. Um, Derrick Henry had 30 carries, 128 yards. So I, I think we kind of got back to the old Titan way of playing football. And 
I think um, that's our formula, and I think that's how we're going to win games. Um, Ryan Tannehill only threw the ball 20 times, so that's pretty much our formula. And, you know, it was a low-scoring game, um, and, it, and it worked our way. Man, talking about Derrick Henry a little bit, I just want to hear your thoughts about him and the success he's had in the career because I'm going to go on record and saying this, him coming out of Alabama, I didn't think that his game was going to be as good as it was. I'm not saying I didn't think he was going to be good, but I didn't think that you know his running style was going to adjust well in the league because I thought he was just a power back, but you, right. see the, you see the speed that he can do. And then obviously the type of back that you were, compare, compare y'all a little bit, but talk about the success Derrick can have since he's been with the Titans. Oh, man, Derrick, he's been doing a phenomenal job, man, like just being able to be that – that big of a guy and still have that home run ability. Like, you know, a guy like that, you continue to hand him the ball off by the time you get the third or fourth quarter. Mm. And them guys don't want to keep, they don't want to keep him there. You know what I'm saying? Like they, I know that they say anything. He's probably 230, man. He's, he gotta be at least 250, 260. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They don't want to continue to hit him, man. And like, just like me and his game is kind of like, we both, are those type of guys where you just got to continue to hand the ball off, continue to hand it because out of you know eventually mm-hmm. that long one gonna come. You gonna break the horses back, and that long one gonna come. And just like me, I don't think I really um, seen Derrick break out and somebody come and run him down. Like he got sneaky speed. It's crazy. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. So the Titans have had their problems with uh, injuries over the last few years, and yet Mike Vrabel somehow finds a way to get this team ready week in and week out. What have you seen from this coach, this the, the, the Mike Vrabel-led uh, Tennessee Titans that, that uh, can attribute to that? Man, it's just crazy. Like, man, ever, ever since he got in, like, it's like the next man up approach, like, Every every time and like someone is always stepping up. Like shoot, last year when Derek got hurt, we had Foreman step in and he was going crazy. You know what I'm saying? So it's just yeah. like always that next man up approaching. What I, what I don't think a lot of people understand is like, yes, you might have your your starting offense or your starting defense, but everybody that's if you able to make it to the NFL, everybody is good. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, it's just been we've been blessed to have that our backups is not a, a big drop off from the starters. You know what I'm saying? So going with that next man approach, man, it, it always worked out for us. Man, what do you see this? How far can you see this Titan team go? I mean, like you talked about Tanner Hills, obviously that uh, Vrabel and the Titan coaches to be is not going to put it in Tanner Hill's hand to win a game. We know it's Derrick Henry's team, but you look at them defensively, man, for years. That's to me, that's been kind of the, the the backbone a little bit. And they got some guys in the secondary can play linebackers that can run a good D line. How far do you see this Titan teams going uh, far as deep in the season playoffs? What you think? Now, I think we go far. I think we go far. Um, you know, we started off pretty slow, um, Derek included. You know what I'm saying? Start mm-hmm. off slow, but everybody always know that the defense is going to be far ahead of the offense. It's just like that offense, you know, they yeah. catch their stride throughout the season and stuff like that. And I think we're right where we want to be. 
We know if we stick to what we do, if we run the ball, keep it in their hands. Don't let Tannehill go out there and throw it 30, 40 times. Mm-hmm. No, we need to run the ball, run the ball, and play defense. You know what I'm saying? Just play defense. I think we'll be all right. I think we can definitely get in them playoffs, and, and we are built for the playoffs. For the playoffs. Man, when you get in them playoffs and it's cold, bad weather, you got to have a running game. I know they say defense win championship, but I believe running game win championship. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I think I, I think it kind of goes hand in hand in the playoffs in the cold weather. Running game, right. defense. Running game, right. defense. Mm-hmm. Take us back. That Austin Hooper catch late in the game. What? What was that? All right. What What was your reaction to that catch? Man, it was crazy. And I ain't going to lie, man. Like, like before when Austin Cooper, when he was with the Browns, I had him on my fantasy team and he wasn't doing nothing for me. <laughs> now we got him over here and, you know, he's making plays, man. That kid, that kid, it was just awesome, man. It was, it was crazy. Gerard? <laughs> How often do you get back to Nashville? I mean, I know you like a god in in nashville when it come to you going back to the titans and everybody love to see you uh i know culturally you kind of changed the perspective of a lot of people too because i know your story and we talked about it how uh certain teams wanted you to change your image cut your dread like try to do all this type of stuff and you stay true to yourself and like i said you look in the league now i mean you see a lot of chris johnson's in the league and uh just speak on your impact in the nfl and uh a little bit about your story on how you stay true to yourself okay yeah so shoot i go back all the time man like i love that place that place you know they made my dream come true um I, even my brothers, they live up there now. Like, I'm back in Florida. They still live in Nashville. They didn't leave. So, you know, I go back all the time. Me and Miss Amy, we got a great relationship. So I always go back to the game. And I go to the suite and watch the game with her or whatever. Um, it's just a great place, man. The culture, man, the city, all of that is lovely, man. And, like, I just feel like that whole city, like, they embrace me. You know what I'm saying? Coming in, you know, they, you know, they want you to change your image sometime and do this, take your gold teeth out or do this or whatever like that. And they just accepted me how I was. Like, um, none of the coaches, none of those ever came to me and was like, do this or do that for the Titans or whatever like that. So it was just for me to be able to come in and be myself and do all that. Like, it was just even better. But, you know, that still come with, like, you got to be doing your thing on the field for on the step you have lived. So, and I was lucky enough That's to true. come in ground running, like, from my first year, like, 1,300 yards as a rookie and just keep it going from there. Awesome. That is awesome. So, um, see, who, who, are, who are you playing next week, the Titans? I know you just came off a bye. Which is amazing. Now Vrabel just extended his his uh, all time record after a bye to five and zero, if I remember correctly. Right? I mean, talk about that. Talk about how good Vrabel is after a bye. That's that's crazy. Man, it's crazy, man. Like you know, anytime shoot, you be hurting for a bye. You be waiting for, especially when you got a lot of guys injured and hurt. We need to get to a bye week, reset ourselves, get everybody back healthy and make adjustments because, you know, everybody go into the season saying, okay, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, our plans is to do this. And then when you get a chance to get that bye week, 
it's time for the players and the coaches to sit back and be like, okay, well, this is not working how we thought it was going to work. So we got to go in this direction. I do this. You know what I'm saying? And he's been a guy that's been able to come in there and, and make adjustments. We know in this league, every, everybody is good. Everybody got yeah. good coaches, good coaching, but it's all about adjustments. So if you can't make the right adjustments, then it ain't going to be good for you. And he's been able to make those adjustments. And every, hey, he's been doing great. All right, my last question I got for you, my guy, I'm going to put you on the spot, too. I got to put – you know I got to put you on the spot. You can't name Derrick Henry top three running backs in the league right now, your opinion. My opinion, um, I got to go Nick Chubb, and it's not in any in, in order, but I'm going my three right now. Nick Chubb, um, Dalvin Cook, and uh, and JT, man. JT. JT. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to change it up. I want to hear your guys' best run defenses in the NFL right now, top three. Both My top of three? Both of you? I'll go first. My top three. I know Chris probably don't even watch defense like that. He's so used to having that ball. And, no, but, uh, <laughs> my, my top three. My top three run defense, obviously, um, I'm going to go – Ooh, it's tough, man. It's so it's changing in the league too because I wanted to put Tampa up there, but they ain't been playing as well as they need to lately. Uh, I'm gonna say Philly. I'm I'm gonna say uh, obviously the Colts. Uh, statistically, Colts been playing and run good all years. Just whenever they play Derrick Henry, we have an issue. Uh, so <laughs> I, I have I have the Colts up there, and then um, I'm I'm gonna still I'm gonna say Baltimore, man. And even though they haven't been playing defensively like like of old, just knowing how them guys go about their business and the the thought process in that system, it's still tough to run the ball on a, a good Baltimore defense. So I'm gonna go with them three. Right, right, right. I'm gonna go with um Dallas. Dallas been playing some good defense. They've been playing some pretty mm -hmm. good defense. Um he took um, like you say, Baltimore. Baltimore, um, I like them, and um, I gotta go with I gotta go with Buffalo. I gotta yeah, go with Buffalo. Yeah, they're playing some good defense over there, and the match with that offense, they're gonna be. Uh, man, I I kind of like them as as a, a Super Bowl going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, nah, they look good. They look good in, in every phase too. Yeah, they look good. Yeah, last last year after the Rams got Stafford, I called the Rams to win the Super Bowl, and as soon as <laughs> Buffalo went and got Von Miller. I was like, well, the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl, <laughs> you know, and it's that's looking that way. Uh, so, hey, man, I really appreciate you coming on and joining us, to, uh, just kind of reminiscing a little bit of uh, between two former players, two former teammates, man. That's, yeah. that's awesome. We don't get to have that a whole lot when, you know. But, hey, I appreciate it uh, again. Uh, let people know where they can find you on social media and – uh, tell them a little bit about uh, your, your what is that, Smash and Dash, right? Yeah, smash and Dash. So, yeah, now you know we got the Smash and Dash podcast. Me and Lindell White, my old teammate at Tennessee. Man, you know, we we have been thinking about doing it for a while, and you know, we always going back and forth on certain topics and stuff <laughs> like that. And shoot, the only thing we was missing was the cameras recording it, so it, it ain't been a hard transition, it's been pretty much easy, like you know, coming up with topics and just talking about it because 
we already do it or whatever like right. that. So, you know, we got that Smash and Dash. You can find that Instagram page, Smash and Dash Podcast. Um, I'm Chris Johnson, 28 on Instagram. You can find all my stuff there. Hey, tell Lindell, man, he need tell him, tell him he good in front of that camera, man, that personality, that outspoken personality. Next time y'all go, tell him the 04 Auburn Tigers would have beat them in the national championship if they played. So yeah, bring that up. Tell him to bring that up. Tell him they want to see Auburn in 04. I definitely I got him. I got Appreciate you, bro. Thank you, bro. Thank you. This is this has been Believe in Colts brought to you by Bet Online. And as usual, go Colts. Do you believe? Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done.